0: Hey everyone, this is Craig McManus and I'm thrilled to welcome you to a special edition of the Garden Question podcast. As this episode graces your ears on Thanksgiving Day 2023, I thought it would be a fantastic idea to tap into the gratitude vibes. So here we are with episode 137, Cultivating Gratitude, a Thanksgiving special in the garden. Today we've rounded up a delightful array of guests from our previous episodes and we're going to dive into what they're thankful for in both the garden and in life. It's a heartwarming exploration of gratitude, growth, and the beauty that surrounds us, both in our gardens and beyond. I'm Craig McManus, your guide through this Thanksgiving special. And I can't wait to share the insights and stories from our fantastic lineup of guests. So stick around right after we hear from our menagerie of guests. I'll be back with more of episode 137, Cultivating Gratitude, a Thanksgiving special in the garden.
1: I'm Brent Heath, and I am from Brent and Becky's Bulbs in Gloucester, Virginia. We're a mail-order flower bulb perennial company. I am so very thankful to be a part of this amazing earth that the Lord created for us. In particular, I am so blessed that I married well. I married a smart woman, and she has enabled me to play with plants and play with people. I play in my garden every day. I play with people. I talk to them on the telephone with their horticultural questions and help them to be successful at gardening. I travel around the country this next weekend i'll be in dayton ohio with the state of ohio master gardener conference and i'll be doing my favorite talk which is bulbs as companion plants i help people to realize how to achieve a sequential garden so their garden can be of interest every month of the year in most of the country but the lord has blessed me to be able to do these things I'm a member of an awesome church with Christian brothers and sisters who share similar goals in life of helping other people to help themselves, helping people to live a better life. We live in the best country in the world. We're blessed to have the freedoms that we have, and we're so thankful for all of those who serve our country and help preserve our freedom. Thank you for having me. On your podcast, I've enjoyed communicating with you.
2: I'm Dan Benarsik, I'm a horticulturist at Chanticleer Garden in Wayne, Pennsylvania. One of the things that I'm thankful for is the horticulture community. When I say the horticulture community, it's all of the people that I've met years back, those that have mentored me, those that have taught me, those that have inspired me, and those that have challenged me early on to stick with this industry. And then once in the industry, just the people you meet, the relationships you build, the people you rely on, and the people that rely on you. This is the community. This is the family that further on down the line, when you see these people and you reach out to these people and their new and ever changing positions within our industry, in the country, and frankly, around the world, is when you need a favor, is you could reach out to and say, I'm coming with a group or, could you give me an answer? Or can you help me in this way? Or even most importantly, when someone reaches out to you and says, do you know this person? And you can be very honest and say, that young talent was an intern of mine, and I think they've got a great future. It's these relationships. And this is who I'm referring to when I talk about my garden community, my garden family. And collectively, um, that's what I'm thankful for this year. And Frankly, we'll be every year, as long as I'm gardening.
3: Hi, I'm Kathy Gents. I'm the editor of Washington Gardener Magazine in the Washington, D.C. area and host of the Garden, D.C. podcast. I wanted to share a few things I'm grateful for this Thanksgiving season. I was watching a talk show the other day and heard the host say that Thanksgiving is just about the turkey or it's just a big family meal. They are somehow missing the harvest origins of this holiday, and I attribute that to their growing green blindness in our modern culture and disconnection with our agricultural roots. This holiday, above all others, should be celebrated by gardeners of all kinds. If you grow food especially, this is about giving thanks for the harvest bounty. I want to thank my little garden plot at a local community garden for providing me with an abundance this year of zucchini, peppers, greens, radishes, carrots, potatoes, and blackberries. My two little blackberry shrubs in particular are a lesson in abundance, producing enough berries for several weeks for me to snack on, freeze for pies this winter, and gift to others. Gifting to others is especially a wonderful thing to do with our excess garden bounty. Our community garden does a harvest share collection each month, But in addition, I will offer extra bouquets of cut flowers and herbs to my local buy nothing groups and neighborhood lists. I also dig and divide plants and collect seeds for several plant swaps and seed exchanges. I'm grateful for my home garden being able to provide these extra plants in abundance. I'm also grateful for mild winter this year. Though the past summer was a dry one, I'm grateful for the rains we did get. My garden's abundance gives me story ideas and flowers to photograph and video. It lets me experience the seasons and changes in the weather. It teaches me patience and shows me how to be humble. When my garden is lacking in something, I'm grateful for the many public gardens in my area that I can visit and use for research, photograph, and talk to their expert staff. I'm grateful for fellow Garden Club members who share their time and friendship, as well as their plant knowledge and advice. Finally, I'm grateful for good health and being able to continue gardening and sharing that joy on with others. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.
4: I'm Russell Camp. I am the horticulture foreman for Henry County Schools, and I'm also an adjunct horticulture instructor at Southern Crescent Technical College in Griffin. I'm thankful for a mother who was supportive of my horticulture endeavors when I was a young teenager. I must have been 14 or 15 years old when I asked for and received a small hobby greenhouse for my birthday. This was an actual glass greenhouse, but it was tiny. It allowed me to explore some ideas, and she allowed me the latitude to do that. And my mother would support my horticulture hobby at the time by providing me Supplies and encouragement, and I remember being involved in roses, and this was back in the days of hybrid teas and grandifloras and floribundas, and people would grow roses to cut and to bring in, or just to enjoy in the yard, as we would say. I would also propagate some uh, camellia japonicas as well, and had a lot of fun doing that. I'm thankful for my mother, who was a supportive parent and got me started off early in this field and i'm forever grateful
5: this is mike cunningham with country gardens farm this thanksgiving season i'd just like to say what i'm thankful for and that would be a little bit cliche but it's faith and family and country i picked out a vocation early in life that tied in well with my family we raised four sons and they all have families now Some of them are working here on the farm with me, and others are involved in other aspects of the farm. One of them is in the nursery business. My wife has always been a part of our nursery and always been a part of the business. We were able to spend a lot of time, and because of that vocation, i am just always been fortunate that... I could bring my family into it and that we could always work together that has made me happy all these years i'm looking forward to more of that and thankful for all our blessings
6: my name is david roberts and i am the director of plant breeding for bailey innovations this year i am thankful for a somewhat return to normalcy i'm sure this is probably a very common sentiment uh, amongst many people but The years of the pandemic were rough on everyone. It was a big departure from what I think we were all used to. It was tough. Uh, It was really hard uh, in a number of ways, from the plant breeding perspective, from a personal perspective. To finally be breaking out of that and to be getting back to somewhat of a state of normalcy, it's a really good feeling. To be able to work closely with someone without wearing a mask and to not have to stress about the health of your friends and family and loved ones. It's something that I think we all take for granted. And I think the last two years of the pandemic really helped put things in perspective and highlighted how challenging the world can be when we're not all healthy and we're not all capable of doing what we normally do. So this year I feel was the first year in a long time that things felt like they were getting back to normal. I didn't even really think about it until you asked that question, but it really is nice to just get back to the way things were. Obviously, the world changed in ways that it's never going to be the same again. But at the same time, a lot of things have stayed the same. And so it's just nice to be able to fall back into old patterns and old ways and old habits, be they good or bad, that we're all capable of doing now. And for me personally, I, I think that's what I'm, I'm most thankful for is just being able to get back doing what we love and and hopefully staying healthy while we do it.
7: This is Shelly Cram from GardenAndDelight.com. I am thankful. That's such a big question. Thankful for gardening. Thankful for God planting a garden and reaching out to us in this way. I just love going out to the garden. I love the sanctuary that it is. I love digging in the dirt. It, it just all the metaphors of grounding—I just love being grounded and getting dirty and being creative and just being feeling very free to plant seeds or pull things out or shape and form and plant all—it's all wonderful. Just the scent, the smells, the sounds, the little birdies, the things I begin to notice—it really takes me out into the world and helps me just notice small things and be grateful for those. I'm thankful over all that our country has a tradition of being thankful. I love the Thanksgiving; it's my favorite holiday. And I just love that's our heritage, that's our culture, is to just pause and be thankful for things. It's a wonderful heritage. I never want to take that for granted. Thankful for all the people that made it happen, that we could live freely and be thankful and celebrate with our families. It's a wonderful country, wonderful tradition. Thankful to God for all he's done. I'm so thankful for my family. Oh my goodness. That sweet family lets me go out to the garden and abandon them for hours at a time. But just so wonderful to raise a family and very grateful for my husband and the life we have together. And it's beautiful. Thank
0: you. Wow. Those were some thrilling expressions of gratitude. Thank you, everyone. As Thanksgiving season unfolds, my heart swells with gratitude as a sentiment woven into the fabric of the Garden Question podcast. This humble endeavor rooted in the soil of appreciation owes its growth to you the dedicated listener who consistently finds value in our weekly explorations of the green world. Your weekly presence serves as a testament to the podcast's resonance and for that I am profoundly grateful. The Garden Question podcast thrives as a collaborative venture enriched by the generosity of fellow gardeners who willingly contribute their time and expertise during interviews. In the spirit of the season, their readiness to share knowledge mirrors a communal ethos. The journey of learning to host and produce this podcast has been a pathway of gratitude in itself. The ability to acquire the new skills and adapt to the evolving landscape of content creation is a cherished gift. However, amid the bounty of gratitude, there's a human tendency to complain and be upset an inclination I recognize in myself and reflect upon it. Yet in the face of life's inevitable curveballs, there's solace in the realization that each challenge presents an opportunity to learn anew. Gratitude emerges as a balm that soothes the wounds of complaint, offering a perspective that transcends momentary displeasures. I think about wisdom and its potential to expedite the learning process. If only I were wiser. The lessons drawn from life's twists and turns wouldn't linger in the realm of prolonged comprehension. Yet in the acknowledgement of this fact is a step toward that elusive wisdom. A nod to the perpetual journey of growth. The soul a silent hero in the garden's narrative, becomes a symbol of profound gratitude. In its embrace, life sprouts and thrives. I am grateful for the soil and the intricate ecosystem it supports. Each root and leaf is a testament to the interconnected dance of existence. This interdependence extends to everything relying on the things that grow in the soil. Amid the thriving garden of imperfection, there's a quiet acceptance that perfection is not a prerequisite for growth. The metaphor extends beyond the garden bed to the human experience. I don't have to be perfect to grow. It's a liberating thought, a reminder that amidst our flaws and shortcomings, there lies the potential for continuous, beautiful growth. In the grand tapestry of imperfection, I found solace in living in a country of imperfect people. Those who voice complaints like myself are imperfect beings navigating life's complexities. This acknowledgement leaves room for grace to grow, a grace that can bridge gaps, fostering understanding, and weave the diverse threads of imperfection into a rich fabric of collective experiences. As we metaphorically gather around this season's table of thanksgiving, I would like to express these sentiments. Our gratitude for the podcast, for the shared wisdom of fellow gardeners, for the journey of learning and growth, for the soil that sustains life, and for the imperfect, grace landscape of humanity. Thank you, God, for your blessings and for the abilities to overcome the challenges.